0: Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a podcast dedicated to an all-female perspective on lore, legends, and the creatures of the insomnia-driven fears you have at 3 AM. I am your host, Nikki Mandiola. This week, we dive into a bit of Greek mythology. There are many versions of this creature, so we'll start with an overview to prep for future episodes. Stay tuned for a tale of nature, beautiful women, and a goddess's rage. Without further ado, let's get down to the business. This week's topic is Nymphs. Like I mentioned before, nymphs are a part of Greek mythology. Their name translates to young woman, young wife, or some variation of maiden. Often, their name just refers to the time when a woman is at what is considered her peak attractiveness, normally young and unmarried. To get down to it, nymphs are supernatural beings associated with nature, such as air, seas, woods, varying landforms, and fresh water. These creatures are known to maintain nature and animate these forces to their whim. They are depicted as beautiful, young, graceful women. While not necessarily immortal, they are thought to live for many years. Each form of nature has a specific subgroup of nymph and goes as follows. Ore are nymphs of wind, and are associated with the minor deity Aura, whose name translates to breeze. Hesperides are nymphs of the evening or sunsets, and are thought to be the daughters of the Titan Atlas. Nerides are nymphs of the sea, and often accompany Poseidon, god of the sea. Nyades are nymphs of fresh water, like rivers and streams, and their name is derived from a word meaning to flow. Oceanids are nymphs of the water, and are the 3,000 daughters of Titans Oceanus and Tethys. Dryades are nymphs of trees and forests, and are often located in oak trees. Lastly, Alcides are nymphs of groves and glens, and were only ever written about by the poet Homer. Many believed that nymphs could be spotted by lone travelers, and were often found relaxing in their element by streams or pools of water while listening to music. If discovered, these encounters could find the human in a dangerous situation, and they could be potentially struck with dumbness, madness, or uncontrollable infatuation. Nymphs were known to be beloved by many, and in the following story, we learn just how that can backfire. Echo was a nymph of the woods and hills, and favorited by the goddess Diana. While beautiful, the nymph had one flaw. She was fond of talking, and even more fond of having the last word. One day, the goddess Juno was seeking her husband, who she believed was having an affair with a group of nymphs. Echo saw the goddess approaching, and to buy time for her fellow nymphs and spare them from the wrath of Juno, she struck up a conversation with the goddess. When Juno discovered what Echo had done, she cursed the nymph to no longer have the ability to speak first, and to always have the last word. Echo then fell in love with Narcissus, and would follow the young man through the mountains. She was forced to wait until the man spoke to her first, and one day, when he finally asked, who's here, the nymph could only respond with, here. Looking around and seeing no one, Narcissus responded, Come, and Echo did the same. When no one came, the man called out, Let's join one another. And excited for the opportunity to be close with the one she loved, Echo responded the same and rushed to his side. Seeing the nymph coming towards him with her arms open, Narcissus exclaimed, Hands off! I would rather die than you should have me. Echo could only answer with, have me, before he left her. From this moment on, Echo lived in caves and mountain cliffs. Eventually, her form faded out of grief, and her bones changed into rocks, leaving only her voice behind to repeat the last words of anyone that calls out, Keep it real, mamas.